Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delightful page of Talmud every day. How delightful? Well, as delightful as all the four species of Sukkot bound together. And yesterday, we spent a lot of time understanding what's up with the lulav? What is the lulav? Why do we continue to revere it and, and depict it in, in works of art and symbolism? And today, it is time, obviously, naturally, to turn our attention to that other co-star of the Sukkot pantheon, of course, the Esrog. Or is it the Esrog? Because on today's Talmud page, circa 35, the rabbis, <laughs> this will shock you, are having a little bit of an argument. Maybe it's the pepper tree. Maybe it's peppers that were indeed supposed to have in Sukkot. Here's a little taste. From where then is it derived that the Torah commands the taking of an etrog as one of the four species? Perhaps the rabbis say the verse is referring to peppers. Another one of these Sukkot mysteries that must be solved. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the show Rabbi David Moster, the director of the Institute for Biblical Culture, who will help us settle this once and for all. Hello, Rabbi Mooster. Hi, and um, thanks for having me on the podcast. So it's our absolute pleasure, but I am very confused now because I never thought of peppers as belonging anywhere here in this story. And now maybe they are, and maybe the Esrogs were an imposter all along. Could it be? Even one of the Midrashim actually quotes King Shlomo as wondering if the Etrog was actually the Priates Hadar, the tree fruit of beauty from Vayikra, Leviticus 2340. And um, what the Gemara that you're mentioning is talking about is they're mentioning peppers. Maybe it could be peppers because the pepper, its tree tastes like its fruit. Its fruit tastes like its tree. And it's actually true. The etrog, if you ever see an etrog or a citrus lemon, even, even sometimes an orange, if you would actually strip some of the bark and smell it, you can actually smell it. smells exactly like the fruit. So this is a unique thing that the rabbis were wondering. And they were actually wondering, you know, how do we know that the etrog is the pre-etzadar? And one of the ideas came about that the words pre-etzadar, fruit of tree of beauty, is that both the fruit is beautiful and the tree is beautiful. And that kind of led to the idea of the fruit and the tree tasting the same. And that's why the rabbis are here asking about the pepper. You know, like, what does pepper have to do with anything about Sukkot? It's this unique thing that the fruit and the tree are beautiful in many rabbinic interpretations of Vayikra. What a charming thought, though, the tree and the fruit both being beautiful. Okay, so so now that we've all collectively seem to have settled on Esrog, give us a sort of the highlight reel of the Esrog's quick rise to Sukkot's stardom. Yeah, so I've actually been studying the Esrog on and off for about almost, this would be my bat mitzvah year coming up, I guess a little bit longer. The fruit has a fascinating history. The title of my book is How a Chinese Fruit Became a Jewish Symbol. But really, some recent research points to that the etrog originally came from Indochina, northeastern India in specific, but that same region of southwestern China. And the fruit, like all citrus fruits, kind of grows in the wild. And if you actually would go get on a motorcycle and drive around Yunnan, China, or northeastern India, and get off the road, you could actually just pick some etrogium of different styles. And so what happened was, is that the etrog slowly made its way west, west, west. In India, it was used as a medicinal. And then finally, the Persians, the Persians actually treated it as, a, as an important fruit in their gardens. 
And I think the connection to Eretz Israel, the land of Israel, was that when the Persians were ruling, and they were ruling in a place called what's today known as Ramat Rachel, right next to the new embassy, the U.S. embassy that made some news a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, so in this area, which used to be outside of Jerusalem, but is today part of Jerusalem, in Ramat Rachel, there was a Persian, and before that, a Babylonian, and before that, an Assyrian kind of outpost. And there was a garden there where there was a lot of really royal kind of trees being grown, the cedars of Lebanon, and lotuses, and etrog trees. And so finally, when the etrog made its way west, 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 and got to Eretz Yisrael, it was a really important, beautiful fruit that the Persians were using. And I think that's how the etrog first became the kind of the pre-Etzadar, the most beautiful fruit of Vayikra, and became associated with Sukkot ever since. That is absolutely amazing. Rabbi Moster, if our listeners, and it's not if, because it's right now a question of when, when our listeners want more of you and your wisdom and your scholarship, where where should they turn to? We have a YouTube channel on YouTube called Biblical Culture. Just two words, Biblical Culture, where we have a lot of videos. And also I teach Biblical Hebrew in-depth, real grammar, dikduk. And so if anybody really wants to study Biblical Hebrew, like kind of the, the commentators of old used to, feel free to go to biblicalculture.org. Rabbi Moser, thank you so much for being our guest. Sure, gladly. Thank you for having me and a future happy Sukkot for when it comes around in just a few weeks. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at TakeOneDafYomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.